Yeah, man, I can't wait to, before I do my intro, I can't wait until we get to do this in person. See, yeah, sit together and make it happen. I like those. Right. Those way better, man. He's going to be lit. <laughs> but uh, we go ahead and see. We good? All right. Hey, how y'all doing? Back again with another episode of The Effect. As always, I'm your host, Jeremy Robinson. Today, we have somebody special. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? It's your boy, Willigan Abel here. Back with another one. Hey, my name is William Bryan. I'm from Forts Valley, Georgia. I have my own podcast called The Willigan Abel Show. Um, I would show you my logo, but for some reason I lost the picture, guys. But I have a, radio, a podcast called The Willigan Abel Show where I interview several people who are doing stuff in the community. And I also do things that God lead me to talk about. So sometimes I do scriptures or just stories that God tell me. And I give life examples to people from my own experiences of life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, that's me. Hey, cool, man. So, then, man, how are you doing, bro? How your week been? You know? I'm doing good, man. Week been kind of stressful, but, you know, God already took care of that, so I'm just wanting to show up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, in that, I would say, man, first off, tell me a little bit about what you just got out of, man, like uh, a couple years back here now. Not even that many, a couple years. Uh, attending Edward Waters University. Uh, how was that experience? Experience was was amazing. Um, Air Waters will always be near and dear to me in my heart just because of the opportunity uh, the university gave me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I attended there, it was actually called college. And then like a year after I graduated, yes. no, a couple months after I graduated, it became a university. But um, my story to Air Waters is a unique one. And this is why it means so much to me. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I started off at another you know, institution, and it ended up not working out for me. Um, so I had to go to a community college for a year to boot my GPA up, and then I ended up going to Ed Waters, and they gave me an opportunity. You know, once I went there, that school really, you know, helped me become a man because it taught me how to do stuff on my own, how to speak properly, how to, you know, dress professionally and always handle your business um, it also taught me that just because you're in a small university or just in a small town, you can always stand out. And the people there, like Dr. Zachary A. Faison, that's the president of the school. He's been a great mentor to me. You know, I just look at him, look up to him and everything that he does. And I try to, you know, set my myself as him. You know, I take a little some little some some from here. Every time I see him speak and every time I see him dress, I be like, okay, I got you. I'm going to take a little bit of that and make it my own bet. You know, I also have met some great friends. They know who they are. Too many to name, man. But they know who they are. And, you know, they just been, you know, wonderful. You know, I had a chance to play in the band, the Triple Threat Marching Band. Um, I played percussion cymbals. And, you know, shout out to Dr. Davis and um, the percussion instructor, uh, Ricky Oglesby. You know, they helped me out a lot because what being in the band really taught me how to keep going and keep pushing. Um, I Plays the fraternity, Iota played the fraternity incorporated. Oh, shout out to the bros. And you know, it just taught me how to keep going. Yeah. So the way Ed Waters meant to me. That's amazing, man. I always love to hear uh, HBCU, uh, PWI, any stories, depending on what college you went to, but especially if it's HBCU, I always ask that because I mean, you know, even when I went to go and do my stuff at my college at Clark University, it was just an amazing experience. So then I would say, you know. What helps you, what pushed you to want to start the Willing and Able show? 
uh, what made you want to come into the park podcasting? <clears throat> so what really wanted, what really started me doing the willing and able process is I had to, first of all, I had to find out who I was, mm-hmm. you know, first of all, because if I didn't find out who I was, I wouldn't be able to produce the content that, you know, I do now. And, you know, first of all, God, but I started off doing motivational videos on Instagram because I used to give motivational, you know, speeches to my friends and stuff when they was going through stuff. And my friend, Benjamin J. King, he also has a podcast called The It Factor, not The It Factor, excuse me, That Faith Talk. I have a lot of friends on podcasts, man. Sometimes I mix them up. <laughs> but um, and I saw how he was doing it and I was like, that's kind of cool. So, you know, I took, I took him, it took him telling me, Hey, well, you should start a podcast. And I was reluctant at first. I was like, man, that's not, that's not my cup of tea, but you know, I got into it and I enjoyed it. And, you know, I said, I haven't really used, you know, help people out, you know, help people get they they or you know just somebody who got an inspirational message or if god tell them hey to get on the show and speak um you know i, I gave them that platform and and i had several to you know come on the show you've been one of them and it's it just amazing sending the correct people who we want to send and you know i just do it because Growing up, in, you know how it is. We grew up in the same city. It's not that much positivity going on. It's not that many positive role models. So I just want, like, a kid, say he in high school or middle school, on my video on YouTube, they can be like, wow, that's Mr. Brian. He he has his own podcast show, and they see all the people on here, and they be like, wow, you know, if they can do it, you know, I can do it, too, coming from a small town or wherever they're from. So I, I just want God to use it to help more people out. Got you. I like that, man. I like that. And, uh, and I would say, what is your it factor, man? Why you do what you do? For the next generation. Mm. Um, and the reason I say that is because, like I just stated, you know, growing up, I didn't really have a role model until I got to college, to be honest mm. with you. And I, I just want the kids and used to be like, okay, Mr. Bryant doing it or William doing it. You know, I can do this too, like I stated, because it's like a chain reaction. Right. If they see one person doing it, and they seeing it benefiting them, then they'll want to jump on the train. And I, I stated this in, I think, a previous podcast where I was like, I was the first person in my college to gra- in my college. Well, I was the first person in my family to graduate from college on my mom's side. And on my dad's side, it was my great uncle was the last person to graduate from college. So he, he skipped a lot of generations. And once I graduated, now my little brother and his and my cousin, excuse me, and my little brother, they are going to college in the fall. And, you know, I just think of what if I didn't finish? You know, I finished. So they see that, OK, William finished. Then let me go ahead and do it. And, you know, it, that's the next generation, even though they a couple of years younger than me. It's like it can keep like a cycle. They kids can see it. Right. That's how I suppose. So they friends can see it. Just go on. But yeah. Th- that's the, yeah, that's the reason why I do what I do, really. Gotcha. I like that. And that's how it's supposed to be. You know, when it comes yeah. to college, bro, and like, even me with this show, bro, I, I do it because you get you get people and you're like, oh, dang, I like them, man. And you connect with them. And the biggest thing is, like, we're here to help people. We're here to make it. That's the change that I look, I look at every day. Uh, how have I helped Jeremy first, you know, get myself right? But also, how many people have I helped this week, man? 
you know, it, it can be the smallest thing, you know, but the fact that you say that about, you know, your brother and your cousin, your family members, man, everybody gonna see that, then the next people gonna come. So saying chain reaction, that's a good thing, man. That's real, that's amazing. You know, that's very amazing. So then I would say, you know, how is it yeah. you're being in your daily job, bro? Like being a being a school teacher. How is that, man? How is that? Um, I actually start next month. So I haven't started yet, but I can give you some experience of being a substitute and I can tell you my journey of how I became, you know, a teacher. Um actually have an episode about you know, check it out. It's called my teacher testimony. So definitely check that out on my podcast. But just to sum it up, um, I was about to become a lawyer. You know, I was about to go to law school and things of that nature. And once I graduated, that's all I was trying to do. I was trying to find a job. I couldn't find one, couldn't find one. And then people around me were telling me, you should try, you know, for a substitute teacher. I was like, I'm not going to go back to school after I just left school. <laughs> so I was reluctant. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. So I... It took for my brother to really, you know, get on me and say, man, what you waiting on? It's a job. So, you know, I, I applied, I got the job and I started doing substitute work and I fell in love with it. I thought I was going to, honestly, I thought I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it for like two months and then go somewhere else. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you, man. But I ended up enjoying it. Like, I love teachers there. They were some of my former teachers and I love the principal, assistant principal. And I love the kids too because... They're the ones that really made me get up in the morning at five in the morning. I had to get up. I was ready because I was like, hey, I can help inspire somebody, you know, life. And, you know, just the scenarios some of the kids were going through. Like I helped one kid pull his grades up and end up graduating and going on to the high school. So it's just like if I can have an impact on that one kid, you know, what if I became a full time teacher? And it just kids are running, like, leave their classroom, <laughs> run to the class I was subbing in and just to hug me or just say, you know, hey, Mr. Brian, how you doing? I just kind of speak. Yeah, we try to sit in my classroom. But, and it just made me realize, you know, I was meant for this. You know, I kept getting confirmation from God. Yeah. Uh, that this is what I was supposed to do. Um, I'm excited about next month. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what God got in store for me with this teaching. Actually, it's gonna be it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good. So, in that, what is one of your ultimate life goals? Um, career goals or just in general? Uh, so life, and I would say career. Okay, my life is to be better than. You know, I want my kids to not see some of the stuff I seen growing up. Hold on, real quick. No, the amazing. So we just get it back into that question. You straight. Um, so when it comes to my life goal to be basically financially stable, and I know this cliche, but you know, growing up idea is it's amazing to be financially stable, huh? That's something I, I want to do. Um, and my parents did a great job raising me. You know, they did the best that they can do. It's just I want better for my kids, you know. And I would like for me to be able to, you know, go out and help people as much as I can, you know, spread the gospel and let God use me as he so see fit. Um, when it comes to my career goals, um, I would like to either be a principal or a president of a college. Um, that's my career goal um, because, hey, why not shoot for the top? You go for the top, you know, you need, it needed me changes made 
you know, in the world, why not get in that position to change it? So, you know, that's my ultimate goal is to be one of those two. And like I said, my president of my college, Dr. Zachary A. Faison, played a vital role into that because seeing him come from, you know, Atlanta, going to Albany State, and he is now a president. I'm like, he really was in my backyard. And if he can do it, you know, I can do it too. So that's one of the main reasons why I would like to do that. And yeah, that's my two goals. I like that, man. So yeah, my biggest thing too, man. So I have to ask you this. Uh, it's a question that I ask podcasters, man, definitely. Anybody that's in this media and social media world, uh, how do you, you know, stay, be able to stay motivated, you know, with the things that are coming your way? Or like you may not, you may put a video out, you may not get this. Like I mean, they get this. How do you let that, that validate you? Um, be honest with you. When I first started this podcast, I messed up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and you helped me out a lot. And my friend Ben, mm-hmm. as I said previously, he helped me out a lot. Um, and at first, I was trying to get views like crazy. And one day I was in church and my pastor was like, I don't care if it's five people in here. I'm still going to preach like it's 30. And I was like, dang, that can that goes with me and my you know podcast. It don't matter about the life, the views and stuff like that, because God could have told me to make that podcast just for that one person. Or it could just be for me, you know. So that's how I stay motivated is, OK, whoever saw it, it was meant for me to see it and. It's on the internet, so it ain't like it disappeared after that one person watches. Somebody else come on years later and watch it, and it still be like brand new to them, and they can still get what God told me to say. So, you know, I just keep it like that. Cause like I said, it's for the next generation anyway. So, hey, I just leave it up there and let God do what He do with it. Because at the end of the day, while we stressed about something we have no control over, that's how I just keep myself motivated. It's like just keep going. Sir, I like that, man. I like that. So, you know, I would say, do you have any questions for me? Um, let me think. Um, what made you want to interview me? Mm, what made so to be honest, man, I like people that brought me on to your show, and I was like, okay, we did a great job, but I like to people with their flowers, what they do. You know, it would be wrong for me to be building up my platform and not bring on somebody. Not only just from hometown, but have some of the same ideals that I have, but also just the person that you are. I see the light in you and I see that you're going to go far with it if you believe in it. You know, so why not bring you on to my podcast, man? So somebody can see this and say, not only just like you were posting your stuff, it's social media. We're living a social media time today. And at the end of the day, I'm just a genuine person. Why not bring you on and say, hey, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to do a podcast. You never know what's going to happen with it to where people going to say, oh, I need to go watch the episode with him on. I need to go watch, you know, and it grows. That's what we supposed to do. So that's why I brought you on here, man. I like that. I like that. Um, we definitely need to stick together more, you know, and do more episodes on because like you said, we both do podcasts. It's no, it's no point of us not to do more episodes. So I like it. I like it. Right. And also, I'm not in competition with nobody, man. I, uh, I got asked that question a couple of weeks ago. Someone was like, "Yeah, you do this. Yeah, big people. You, you still do this." I'm like, "Look, man, the thing is always going to set me different from the bigger podcast or anything. Even when I keep growing, is that I still believe in it more than the next person going to believe in. It. Like I said on your show, man, I'm never going to change that." 
it's not gonna change. I don't care about, oh man, you ain't see this person did this or you did this differently. At the end of the day, it's not a competition. <laughs> you know. All right. And and one thing I like to add is, you know, you mentioned on my podcast, it, it kind of fits here. Um, when you are Sayer, um Sayer, um Sa- uh, he does an he does an amazing job with the things he do as well. Definitely go check him out. And he was like, it's me versus me. And when you told me that, man, I went back, you know, and thought about it. I was like, wow, it really is me versus me. When you do anything. So if you have if you want to be in competition, be in competition with yourself, you know. I try to improve on myself, you know, every day. And it was this quote I see, he say, try to be one percent better each day. So that's what I've been trying to do with everything I do. Yes, sir. And I live two. I don't live one percent, but I live a two percent way. Like one of my guys, Myron Rowe, one of my, my guys I look up to, right? He played football. Now he's a neurologist. So that'll just okay. tell you how it is. He got a book out. He's called the Two Percent Way. I haven't read it all, but just hearing from a podcast, I was just like, dang! I actually, without even reading this, without even seeing it, I actually put that extra one or two percent in each day. Like I'm like, okay, I can do this there. I can be a better husband. I can be a better person. I can be a better family man. I can be a very better podcast host and do things. So just always challenging yourself to be better. Because the only way that you can create change it starts with you. And then another way that, that people miss out on, and that's something that I get, especially while I do the podcast, is to, to really make something change. It starts with you, of course. But at the end of the day, if you don't change you, then how are you going to help someone else? Come on, man. Yeah. And I feel like that's what a lot of people um, are dealing with. You know, they got to figure out. Like I told you, um, one of the questions you asked me is I had to figure out what I want to do first about me first before I help somebody. So I definitely feel like that's what a lot of people need to realize. Like, hey, we, we in this for, you know, us versus us, me versus me, nobody else. Because if you put your blinders on, you won't see what everybody else is doing. And my brother told me this yesterday. He was like, you know, the ones who worried about you, th- look at them. They're in the same spot or they're nowhere near you because they so far behind. And the ones who you're trying to get to, they ain't even noticing you because they focus on their goals and their goals only. So definitely try to just focus on your goals and your goals only. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And in time, if it's for you, uh, God has it for you. It's going to come, you know, in his time. So, they're rushing to try to get those numbers. I know it for myself. Are rushing to try to get that validation from another person when you ain't got it from yourself. Is that's never gonna equal success, you know? And right, success right. is different for each and every person. Success for me is being able to get in my car, drive, do whatever I had to do today, and make it back home. That's a blessing that we don't look at, you know. That's the simple, and it's very simple to people. But everybody don't make it home every day, and everybody don't wake up every morning. So I preach. But yeah, man, I mean, at the end of the day, that's pretty much it, man. That's all I had. Uh, thank you for coming on to the show. And I look forward to working with you, man, and talking to you soon. All right. Thank you for having me again. My name is William Bryant. I have the Willing and Able show. Definitely check it out. It's available on Instagram. It's available on Spotify and YouTube. So definitely check those out, videos out and check out Got my boy China as well, the factor. And thank you again for having me, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. See you later. All right, bro.